That's the one thing all great teams have in common. Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andrew. Hey, Goldberg! I bet if that talk was achieved, brother, you stop it. No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. Clap, 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 clap. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. I'm Paul. Actually, I'm Mike. That's Tommy. <laughs> How's it going? Quack Attack Podcast. The Fit in My Death Podcast. Kevin is not here, uh, but we do have somebody else. We have Paul from Mighty Dust Game Changer Season 2, a.k.a. Kevin Nicholas. Kevin, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. I am very much looking forward to this, and uh, I'm excited. You know, I'm, this might be the the best Kevin appearance we've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> nice. Wow, that's a, that's a lot to live up to. I'm hoping that we can continue that throughout the call. <laughs> nice. All right. So, yeah, let's get into it. As I mentioned, Paul, he you were on Team Dominate. You were in the background yeah. for a while. Had had your big line in episode nine. We'll get there. But like, how do you just get on to Mighty Ducks Game Changers? Oh my God. Okay. Well, so I I had been a part of this this background uh act like background actor like company central casting and all they do is cast uh background and so um it was about like the first day when like my or like we were they were sort of like trying to get large groups of people to kind of feel fill up the the school and so you know like me and a bunch of my friends we got reached out to they're like oh you know come to my ducks for a week and i was like sure you know and so i remember showing up and they had like the whole school built and everything and it just you know from one week to two weeks and three weeks and a month next thing you know i was there for three months and it was just like the most craziest time made so many friends and it was just kind of like one day at a time you know it was just it was so like crazy to see you know like the the kids and then like just like so much production going on and it was just like one of the most like kind of fast-paced shows that I've worked on but yeah it was just so like kind of like three like a whirlwind from like background and then like I was being a PA for a little bit and the next thing I knew I was in uh, a trailer which was really weird. (laughs) So you expected to be there for like a week? I expected to be there for maybe a few days and maybe a week at most. And then I got like another email asking to come back. And I was like, well, it was a great experience the first week. Sure. Why would I not come back? And then it just kept one after one week after another, just kept getting called back. And I was like, are we just going to work the whole season? And <laughs> what happened? And so are you just like driving to set each day? Or are you staying nearby? Yeah, so we uh, I would just drive in a set every day. We worked in Santa Clarita, which is about 20 minutes away from where I live. So it wasn't too bad, but it was definitely like, yeah. And like, you know, it was like me and my friends were working it so much where we would like carpool, like just because of how consistent the work was. And yeah, so we'd shoot in Santa Clarita. We saw at the uh, the studios over there and it was really cool because, you know, it's just like, I, I it's crazy what they can pack into a soundstage. So having the entire like epic school just built into there was just really cool. Yeah. So you mentioned you were a PA. What were you, yeah. how did, how did that come about? And what, what was like, you know, <laughs> the things you were doing? So, I mean, it was just really crazy. You know, I think my, myself and my friends, we all kind of joke around that, like, I kind of, you know, climbed like the totem pole essentially, because I was background PA cast. The cast is like the final thing. <laughs> and I just had expressed because you know myself I'm an actor and I just have I have so much love for every 
department and production, you know, makeup, health and safety, uh, PAs, ADs, everybody. And so I just expressed, I was like, yeah, I mean, it looks cool. Like, I'd like to try it. And then they were just really nice about it. They're like, yeah, you know, let's let's put Kevin on a walkie for a week and see what happens. And so there were a few days at the at the ice rinks for IPA and get all the background together. And I knew like all of the background. So it wasn't too hard to like get them to like listen and everything. Um, but yeah, it was literally just like luck. Like they were just like, sure, why not? Let's just, if he fails, then we'll just put him back in background. But let's just see what's the worst that he could mess up. There's already seven other PAs. And, and so, you know, I, I've never been uh, on a set. And so what, what I know is, you know, what, what's been, you know, you see in other media, you think, oh, you're the guy who gets yelled at um, yeah. and you have to go do like, you know, the grunt work and, <clears throat> you know, essentially all these tasks that no one wants to do. And yeah. you have to do it and essentially read people's minds to know that they're thirsty right then, or they need something moved. Can you explain a little bit? Is that what it's like, or is it a little bit dramatized there? You know what? I, I think that there is definitely some like, like, you know, drama built into it, but it's also not too far from the truth. Like I do remember, like, <laughs> I remember this one day specifically, like one of the uh, like producers or something wanted like a LaCroix and then they were like, oh, Kevin, did you get his LaCroix? And I was like, what LaCroix? And then they were like, oh, like, sorry, usually like we're on top of that. I'm like, I, I, I don't mind reading. I'm sorry. Like, I, and then like, I went to get it and then I brought it back and then they were like, oh, like, this isn't like the, the flavor that they want. I was like, I didn't know that they want the flavor. They're like, it's fine. It's fine. I'll just drink it. I was like, oh God, I felt so bad, but like everyone was always really nice about it. But yeah, I mean, it definitely being a PA, there's some sort of level to like witchery. It feels like, you know, mind reading and having to like understand things before they happen and like there are moments where I think the entire production and crew get like really stressed out. And then you kind of have to pick up the pieces of everything that's kind of falling apart. Um, but basically, yeah, I feel like as a PA, like our job was to just make sure that not everyone freaks out and try to put oh put all those small fires out so the you know, like the higher ups, like producers, directors, everybody doesn't realize what's happening. But it was definitely like a lot of stress but it definitely had its rewards like when we were able to really get the job done and like kill that production day when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Now, we'll, we'll get into this a little bit more, but, you know, you're in your early 20s and, of course, you were playing, a, I guess, a teenager, you know, technically, yeah. you know, 14, 15. But when you're, you know, on set, um, without naming names, did any of, like, the, the main kid act, actors, you know, did they... Um, you know, start to get a little bit of an ego and be like, hmm, you know, you're, you're a little old to be asking for a specific LaCroix flavor. Yes, that's no, that's, that's so funny that you mentioned that. Yeah, there was definitely like, um, 
you know, a few of the kids that were very much like, but like the, the great thing about working with these kids is that they're so nice and they're so like talented and they're just so understanding and like you know we're all actors you know we've seen like the kids on euphoria they're like 30 playing high school so <laughs> too much of a stretch but they're definitely like you're like kind of older than you playing like one of us i was like no i know i don't even know what i'm doing here sometimes and they would always joke about it and they would always be like all right you know let's get grandpa his medicine i'd be like oh my god i'm like am i i'm really this one here huh and it definitely was like a little bit of like a weird shift to like having to like play with like you know 15 16 i was like what was i doing at 15 16 i was it's it's just so different but yeah a lot of the kids were just very much like jokingly poking fun and they were just like you know like oh you're like 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 just saying okay like oh Kev, you're kind of old like, is your back okay i'd be like and that and that's what it was it was like siblings it was like little brothers and little sisters like just like constantly like in my ear about certain things and especially you know the age thing and they'd be like oh you know good thing they put that makeup on you Kevin I'd be like I know you've us <laughs> both some, some hassle here uh but yeah no they were always the best but it was definitely like very sibling like poking fun at each other just the like the best time though did you ever have to like you know did you do your research each night on like slang and the latest memes so you could go <laughs> in and, and make sure that you were on their level there was definitely like a, a few things I picked up from them. Like uh, I, I think a lot of the like a lot of the times on set they'd be like, "Oh, slay," and I'd be like, "Oh, that's a new one. I don't know that one." Or like they'd be like, "What's that one where they'd be like, yo, he left and ate no crumbs?'" I'm like, "Who's hungry? What are you talking about? Like I don't know what that <laughs> means." So like definitely they were keeping me up to date on a lot of the the newer trends. Oh my god, uh, yeah. Like now they mention it, they would film TikToks all the time and it was whether it was dances or trends they would have Josh and Lauren get in on it and I didn't even know like what these like sounds were half the time so I would just watch like uh like Sway she filmed so many TikToks on set but it was just so cool to see her doing something creative but I had no idea like what was going on half the time I was like do you like that looks fun I have no idea what's going on but you know go for it yeah you're just like well in my day we just tweeted our emotions yeah we would just tweet our problems or we would <laughs> one's house and settle it there like that's i don't know yeah now you have like piercings and tattoos like how do you how did yeah. you like cover that up to be like like a little 14 year old or whatever yeah so like i got my the nose piercing like a few like maybe like two or three months ago like way after shooting but and then i've since gotten more tattoos since then but like it, if you like go back you'll always see me in a hoodie or a long sleeve or a jacket they were like i felt so bad but like the makeup department was so like fun and supportive and they were super funny but like every time you know i get into the makeup chair they'd be like oh here comes kevin and i'd be like you guys literally don't have to cover anything but my face i'm gonna wear a hoodie but there was this one day where we were filming at the Disney ranch at the lake. It was episode 209, Summer Breezers, mm -hmm. where um, they like, you know, it's supposed to be summer. They're like, well, Kev can't be wearing a hoodie in the summertime. Like, you know, so we're, we might have to actually cover up some of these tattoos. And they didn't tell makeup until way last minute. And I was in the makeup chair and they were like getting the whole like spray, like makeup gun, like ready and everything. And then like, they really needed me on set. They're like, they're, they're, they're like, okay, like, forget it, forget it. Just, just put a, a flannel on him and just bring him out, bring him out. And I was like, oh my God, so I was putting a flannel, like just hurting the set. But yeah, thankfully, like they never had to cover anything up. It was always just hoodie, flannel, jacket. That was it. Nice. I like yeah. it. Uniform. That's good. Yeah, pretty much my uniform, long sleeve all the time. 
All right. So we we did mention you were in you started background. You are yeah. in sort of the background a lot of scenes or like the team dominate scenes. You're you know, yeah. you're mean mugging or celebrating. Give us some keys. Like what what's the key to being a good background actor? The the key to being a good background actor is just is just doing everything you're told to the to the key because everything like believe it or not like they have their vision and everything is so intricate and very specific and you know if they have you standing somewhere it's for a reason like maybe you're blocking a light or maybe they want like this empty area of the shot filled so just like never quite like because it's insane you would not believe how many like background actors will show up and they'll like be like actually I just feel like I shouldn't be here because I was over there in the last scene it's like continuity they do not care it's fine like just just go where they tell you to and like they'll put up a fight and I'm just like oh you're not getting called back next week not at all and um but like the key to being good background is just doing everything that you're told because they have so many other things to worry about. The least you could do is be a good moving prop and that will solve all of their problems. And you get fed, you get to hang out with your friends. Like it's kind of an ideal job. So I just, as long as you're doing everything you're being asked of, you're going to be fine. And, but there were so many uh, background like actors that would like give pushback and I'd be like, oh my God, <laughs> like, oh, wow. And so uh, I remember hearing uh, once upon a time, you know, uh, if you're 18, but you look young, you can be in a lot more stuff. And I think yeah. you're probably living proof. So what's what's like the youngest you can pull off? And have you found that, you know, maybe being a little baby face, does that work to your, to your favor as opposed to, you know, maybe some of your friends who might be losing some of their hair or have a lot of facial uh, hair or something? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that there was definitely, yeah. So like usually whenever like I work, background like we get booked as like 18 to look younger like you said and it's basically for the the majority of us that can play you know 18 years old or younger like high school and I think for myself I've been fortunate enough where like you said the baby phase so I've played literally nothing but like high school and um like college and I, I've never had like an adult role um surprisingly which is like cool like you know but I'd love to do one um but yeah, I think that there's definitely like, and I've also had a lot of friends that are now, you know, playing like, you know, 30, like I had a friend that did a background job the other day and they played a parent and they do not look like a parent, but like, <laughs> it's funny because sometimes it's like, it's a little soul crushing. You're like, oh, I'm not young anymore. And it's like, no, but, and it's, but like, I'm like, you would not like look like a parent, but I don't know, maybe it's just me. Um, but yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely, um, like the majority that are like 18 and look younger and some of us are like getting up there where we can only play like adults now so it's really just kind of like whatever we get is whatever we get and we'll take it but yeah I've, it's so weird like when I like like I had a friend that was like who's like 27 and like played middle school the other day and I was like how did you and but like granted they're like tiny so I understood that but it's it's crazy some of the stuff that we bug that's incredible so background you go to set do you just like hang out at set until you're needed like how much are yeah. you actually working on like a regular day versus like just waiting to be called oh it's at least like maybe like 60 40 like 40 percent filming 60 percent hanging out and I think that that's why so many of us were so willing to make the drive and and go out there is because like you got paid to essentially sit around hang out with your friends crafty be on a great show be a part of a really hardworking, uh constructive production 
Um, but yeah, a lot of it was just like us like hanging out and holding, waiting to get called to set. We'd like go for walks around the studio. You know, we'd like walk by like, you know, and like we're standing in the same lunch line as like Josh, Newell, Lauren Graham. And we're just like talking and it's just, it's super casual. But yeah, it was just a lot of it was definitely waiting to get called to set and then filming for maybe 30 to 40% of it. And I think like, like there'd be days where we'd have one scene, but because, you know, they structure it in what's easiest for production. So they would have like background come in at like 6 a.m. sometimes. And then we probably wouldn't get out to set until 2 p.m. So we would just have eight hours of nothing. And then we'd finally shoot for like maybe an hour and then go home by four. And I was like, solid 10 hours <laughs> great and, but you know that's like a normal production day but it was crazy how long we'd be there sometimes and they'd be like you guys can't go yet we might need you we might need you and I'd be like okay all right <laughs> and, and so like what, what's like common you know things for people in background to be doing while they're waiting around are, do you have a book with you are you like hey let me catch up on my shows let me study let me uh, learn some Spanish or something yeah, no, um, definitely a lot of people would read, like a lot of people had a book or a lot of people were, you know, also a lot of people are also actors who do backgrounds. So I'd see people going over lines, highlighting their sides. Um, people would be like running scenes together. Um, a lot of people would, like you said, be catching up on shows, you know, like, uh, you know, Never Have I Ever, Game of Thrones type stuff. And then I would just see a lot of people also just hanging out, playing card games, Uno, People, like, some people, it got, like, we were there for so long, people would bring, like, their chess boards and checkers, and I'd be like, damn, I didn't actually realize we have that much time to literally bust that out. Um, so it was it was kind of, like, cool to see, like, what everybody would be working on, just because it was so vast, like, journaling, watching a show, reading. It was, it was crazy, like, we, you know, and you kind of have to bring a ton of stuff to just kind of keep your mind occupied. Yeah. So you talked a little bit, episode 209, Summer Breezer. So that's kind yeah. of your, your big one there where <laughs> yeah. you get to come out, you used to get to say, I'm Paul. When did you learn that you're going to have a line? And like, how did that whole uh, process come about? Yeah. Okay. So my favorite story to tell. Um, okay. So I was doing background. I we It was our first day on the Disney ranch. And that's like, a little bit farther than Santa Clarita. So we, it was like 30 minute drive. So I'm like, we're, me and all my friends in like a group chat, we're texting, we're like, oh, like, you know, tomorrow, first day at Disney Ranch. And we were just super excited. And excuse me, I, I get to set and it's like a lake and it's like really cool. Like they really make it an immersive like experience. And so um, I'm standing around and I'm hanging out with like a lot of my background friends and then uh, my PA David Benjamin he he comes over and he's like hey Kev like can I talk to you and I'm like oh god what did I do what did I do but like it's but like me and him have gotten so close so we're like joking around all the time but like I don't know it was like the seriousness he had I was like oh what did I do so he came he was like come over and then he was like hey um you're an actor right I was like yeah and then he was like so so we have to, so between you and me, like me and the ADs and the producer, we have to recast the role. And we would like to know if you're interested because you're kind of like the first thought, like the first person we had in mind for this role. And I was like, what? I was like, wait, like a role role, like with words? And he was like, yeah, like with words and everything. Um, it would be, I don't know how long it would be or when it would be. I just... I, all I, that's all I have right now but like if that's something you're interested in, I will pitch it to the 
ADs and the producer and we'll see if we can get your audition. And I was like, okay. And then the minute, like, and then after that, I got an email along with some other people within background got email about auditioning for a role. And I was really nervous because I was like, this is me and, and my some of my friends like going up against going up against each other for this role. And at the end of the day, we're all supportive. It's all love. But at the end of the day, one person gets to be Paul. So I like scrambled. I grabbed like three of my friends. I found like an empty wardrobe trailer. We filmed my self-tape and it was for the scene that I do in 209. And I was like really nervous because like I had like this is like the biggest thing I had ever auditioned for. So I really wanted it, obviously. So I filmed it, sent it in, and then I didn't hear anything back for hours. And it was, you know, 5 p.m., 6 p.m. And, you know, I was really nervous. And all my friends were texting me. They're like, you hear anything back? I'm like, no, did you? They're like, nah. And finally at like 7 p.m., I get that golden email. And they're like, hey, Kevin, I'm so sorry for the delay. Uh, we wanted to know if you're available tomorrow. And I'm like, I am. Like, for what? Is this a booking? Is this official? And then they're like, um, just waiting on approval from Disney executives. And then once they approve, we will uh, send you the offer letter. And I was like, oh my God, like it's happening. And then an hour later, it was the offer letter and it had the details and, and rate and everything. And it was just like so weird, like going from background to seeing a full blown like Disney contract in my email with like my name and like the rate and the days I'd be shooting, the character, the script was attached. I was like, Oh my God, like full circle moment. And it's like being an actor in LA, this is like that overnight success you kind of dream of. And I called my roommate, I called my parents, I called everybody else like, yo, I just signed the contract. Like it's official, like we're casted. And like everybody was so excited. And I just had like the most supportive friends and family and it was just an incredible experience. And then the next day, the next day from background to cast member in a trailer now. So just full circle, it was insane. Nice. So did you make sure to go up to one of the PAs and say, get me LaCroix right now, <laughs> orange flavor, or you're gone? I literally was like, David, I need an iced coffee with oat milk, and please bring that as soon as possible. And like, I was like 100% joking. It was in my hand in like two minutes. I was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, bro, I'm just kidding. Like, but like, I really appreciate it. And it was just, and it was really cool because like, up until when I got casted, I had already become really close with like Brady and Connor and uh, Joel and Sway. Like it just as background, they were really nice to me. And like, we had like played some basketball after shooting and we went out to dinner one time. So like, they were super sweet and like, even just as background. And then when we finally, when I got casted, me, Connor, Brady and Luke uh, went out for dinner and we like celebrated, it was really cool. Um, but like, like when everyone finally, all the cast found out, they were so supportive. And like, I remember like my first day on set as cast, like Connor came up and gave me a big hug and he's like, we've been waiting for you. This is where you belong. And I was like, <laughs> oh. like that's, I was like, dude, thank you. I really appreciate that. But it was, it could not have been more supportive. Yeah. Did you let any of your background friends, you know, hang out with you in your trailer or are they just relegated <laughs> to the side? No, of course. Like I definitely had like a like I had like a, like I did I I had a few friends like you know kind of rotate like I'd have, I'd have I would have one friend come in and be like look this is this is nuts this is crazy this is, this is a trailer and it was just so big like these coyote trailers are insane so like you know going from like a a chair in a room with a hundred people to a AC vented trailer with a TV and a bathroom I was like I 
don't even know if I deserve to be here. But I would definitely have like, even like my PA would come and like sit for a minute and we'd talk and catch up. And, but yeah, it was just too big to not share the love with everybody. I would have a party in there. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So I want to talk about another moment from that episode. Yeah. You talked to Luke Islam. He talked about the, the campfire scene and he said he didn't know landslide. He didn't know if anybody knew landslide. You're a little older than them. Did you know landslide? I did know landslide. Okay. I, yeah. And that's so funny. That day was so long. And by the end of the day, everyone was like, I hate landslide. <laughs> <laughs> Just hearing the track play for 14 hours, I was like, I'm going to be honest. I don't know if this, this is going to be my favorite song anymore. <laughs> You're going to like be here in 30 years and just like have PTSD flashbacks. I'm going to be like, not Fleetwood. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so it took essentially that scene was like 14 hours of landslide just going over and over. It was the lo- one of the longest days and it was, yeah, it was literally just the, the backtrack of landslide Luke's version playing and then, you know, um, Connor, who plays AJ, would, like, come in and sing along. And then it would all just be all... And again, for, like, maybe the first two hours, I was like, oh, this is, like, a really cute and, and wholesome moment. And, um, you know, it would just seem like a really cute, like, really nice scene that was very wholesome and kind of tied the ducks and dominated together. and kind of showed us, you know what, we're more than just, you know, team versus team. Like, we're just friends and, like, at the end of the day. But... Um, after about three, four hours, I was like, oh my God. I was like, please let's make it stop. And it just like hour nine, 10, I was, and Luke was like so tired of it. And he was just like trying his best to just keep it going. And as we all were, but yeah, it was, we were not enjoying landslide by the end of it. <laughs> that's so obviously, you know, that's a pretty long scene and, and, you know, a lot of different cuts in it. And so was yeah. it just, a scene like that it's that's just what you you're signing up for or is it like there was something like man lauren graham keeps dropping that damn guitar and that's why we have to keep doing things over again or was it just like hey that's just the business it it would definitely it was definitely just like hey this is the business this is like what you signed up for you never really know how long you're going to be on set sometimes and that day specifically was just the longest day and i think just because like you know, uh, our, our producer, Josh, like wanted, you know, this was a really important scene to him. And, and he, you know, also co-wrote it with Kathy and it was just very important. And I think that we wanted to just ensure that we did it justice. And like, he even came on the set, like right before we started shooting, he was like, hey, you know, me and Kathy, we both wrote the scene um, as sort of like an ode to the ducks. And it's just a really important scene because this is kind of what ties dominate and ducks together. And it's not just, like I said, team and team. It's, you know, essentially teammates and you guys are all friends at the end of the day here to support each other. And it was just really important that we got this scene right because he had a vision and we wanted to just fulfill it. And so I think that's why it took extra long is because we just wanted to be, we wanted it to be perfect. But yeah, it was definitely a really long scene and it was just all in one sound stage you know we'd move the camera a little bit here a little bit there make adjustments um break for lunch it's just it, yeah it, when thinking back now i'm like i can't believe how long that took it was it was it was wild that's incredible so my just coming pictures it starts coming out you know you're gonna have your big episode like did you have watch parties <laughs> like what was it what was it like to watch 
a the whole series back and then b you know your scene where you, you come in and and you're sort of featured yeah so i mean so also on the day I, I went to my trailer looked at my sides and i was like oh my god this is it this is crazy and so we're all in the cafeteria because we all have a huge cafeteria fight and um you know we're all on set and josh is there lauren's there and i'm just like ah this is crazy like it's it's so different because they're like making like you know they're they're placing me and like i have my mark and then like you know i do one take and then i, I do it again and then i do it one more time and then director's like perfect that's all and it was just crazy because it's like up until then i had just been like you know robot moving prop in the background <laughs> and then now, like close up and i was like whoa this is so different and i was just so excited and like all my friends who were in production, like my um, like my friends who were like behind the scenes, like they were like taking pictures of like the screen. They're like, look at this, this is so crazy. I'm like, oh my God. And so finally when the episode came out, yeah, I had like a, a giant, like, and, and it, it came out, it came out right around the time of Thanksgiving, I right. believe. Like I, we had like a Friendsgiving and then we had watch party at the end. And so we watched it and like, we're all filming, we're all going crazy. I'm like, well, like here we go, here we go. It's like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's like, so we're like all like getting so excited and then it comes on and everyone's going crazy and like i'm filming it like you know panning over to me panning over the tv and like finally at the end of the episode credits roll and it says kevin nicholas and i'm like i just like everyone was like that's so crazy like your name is at the end of a disney show i'd be like i know like this is crazy um but yeah it was the best and the watch parties were so fun (laughs) that's awesome yeah Um one thing I always wonder about, like, if I was on this, yeah. I would try to steal as much swag as possible. Ooh. Were you able to snag anything good? Guys are trying to get me in trouble here. <laughs> uh, that's a great question. It's like, you know what? Like, I will say that there, um, so on, on the day that we had left, the final day of shooting, like, they, they actually um all gave us our jerseys so like oh, i have jersey and you know and it's it's so cool to see that but uh, like there was a mix-up and like they needed it back or something so we had to like give them back which was really sad and it like broke my heart a little bit but then like a week later we got it in the mail so i think they just like wanted to give it to us maybe that way and you know shout out to disney for doing that because it's just so cool to see like i like, have our dominate jerseys and like our ducks jerseys um so that was like the best thing and then I think on like the, the the second to last day of shooting, like I got like a um, like a Honda Center uh, Ducks puck from like shooting, and then we I got like a uh, like a winner like the the summer showcase like a water bottle which was really cool. Um, so yeah, definitely like the jersey was like top tier, and then like maybe like a, a few smaller things, but jersey was like I couldn't even believe I got that. Yeah, that, that so yeah. like do you wear that around like the mall and stuff, and like people are, like holy <laughs> shit, it's that guy. You know what? I, I thought about it, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just keep it low key. I, I, I it's it's funny though, because like I, I wore it like on, on the premiere day, obviously, which is really fun. And everybody's like, oh, that's you. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Tommy, anything else um that we haven't touched on that uh you want to get to before we wrap it up here? And so, no. Kevin, you know, you, you mentioned, you know, being, you know, like high school, college students, like what else have you um, have done? Because, you know, of course, people are going to look you up on IMDb on here. And I think you've got another official credit, but what are you currently doing? 
Yeah, so um, last year I also did like Bel Air, which was really cool. Um, had a line on Bel Air, and then right now it's just been auditioning like crazy because right now it's uh, it's it's pilot season, so we have a lot of TV shows and movies um, about to start shooting, so they're casting a lot. The coolest thing um, I auditioned for recently was, I don't know if I can say, but it's just it, it's a movie from one of my favorite directors, one of my heroes. Mm. I look to. Um, so that was really cool to audition for them. And then another thing I just auditioned for recently was for, I can't say what show, but I can say it's for season three of a really big show. So hoping to hear back from that soon. But yeah, just the biggest thing right now is just auditioning like crazy. Like my, I literally before this, I was just finishing up a self tape. So just definitely like hitting, you know, just keeping it going and just grinding and always, because, you know, I, I feel like for a lot of young actors, I think a lot of people tend to like get that misconception, like it's supposed to happen like right away for you. And like, I just want to say to like any actor like that, it just is constant work and a constant grind. And even when you get that, like, you know, I, I think a lot of us, you know, our background and then we, you know, but you, the minute you get that first role, it's like, okay, this, this is what I'm doing it for. And this is what, this is why I chose to do this. So, but yeah, like um, definitely just auditioning and I'm working a lot right now. I actually have something I'm shooting next week. So I'm excited for that. Um, but yeah, just keeping it busy, you guys. So for auditions, again, without necessarily getting to specifics, have you ever been asked to be like way outside your comfort zone and you're just like, I don't know if I can do this or whatever. And you go in there and just like, I hope that was an Italian accent. That's what I was trying for. <laughs> um, I think nothing too crazy. I did get asked to like be like in my underwear, like running around, like in one scene, I was just like, you know, like maybe later on down the road or maybe after I added a few more credits. Sure. Just like right now, it's a little fresh. And then I think one of, and then another one I had to play like a, uh, a cowboy. So I had to kind of whip up a Southern accent in like 30 minutes. And that was really intricate. And I don't know if it was the worst thing I've ever done or if it was actually so solid, I killed it, but I didn't get that. So I don't think it went well. <laughs> Your accent was too good. There was like, they're going to think this is like, like a documentary or something. This guy's so good. Yeah. He's so good. Like he's gonna take away from the rest of the cast. We cannot cast this man. I get it. I <laughs> do you have like a, a hidden talent of sorts? They're just like, if someone asks me to like juggle, I I'm gonna book that for sure. Or is there something just like hoping that they ask you to do? Oh, that's a great question. Um no, you know, I can't say for certain. No, I because I feel like that I there's like small things here and there where like I think about like I'm like oh damn I'd be actually good for that but like when I think about it in the moment I'm like I can't think of anything but there's always like that little thing you know like maybe playing a guitar or something like that like I could do and I'm like okay perfect that'd be amazing for me could you and, skate? and you um oh, go ahead Mike could you skate uh great <laughs> I was that was a question I was wondering if you were gonna ask no <laughs> I could Barely, like, I, I can, like, kind of get around the ice rink, but thank God I had a double who was, like, super talented and, like, killed it. Uh, but also, like, I was casted, like, really late in the day, late, late into filming, where they're like, we don't have time to train, we don't have time to get you in the safety course that, like, Luke and Sway and Brady and everybody took, so we're just gonna have a double. I was like, fine by me. And uh, they were like, it's an insurance thing, we, we can't have you on the ice. I was like, I get it. I was like, that's fine. So I really... So nervous. That was one of the most nervous things. I was like, I'm not even nervous about the line. I'm nervous about falling on my butt on the ice. Like that would be detrimental to my self-esteem. But thankfully, had a double, it was, and it, he was fantastic. 
Huh? Did your double, did he look like you at all? No. <laughs> yeah. The only, the only thing that, like, maybe, like, the minute you put the helmet on, like, you can't tell. But, like, the height was off. The look was definitely off. So it was definitely, like, mm, thank God you have the helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I think Maxwell said that DJ's double looked the least like the actual actor. So, uh, yes. Definitely. And because I sat next to them on the bench and I was like, are you DJ's double? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, interesting. I'm like, <laughs> really just had to, you know, get whoever we could at that point. <laughs> Incredible. All right. So, Kevin, thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, guys. This podcast is great. Yeah. At Kevin.Nicholas98 on Instagram for us, thequackdeck.com. Go there, contact us, facebook.com slash quackdeckpod. Instagram, quackdeckpod. Just started that. About 10 years late, but we're back in. We're in the game. But, we're back. Yeah, this is how we got Kevin. We were <laughs> messaging on Instagram. So, uh, yeah, should should have done it much earlier. Uh, go to <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, wherever. Give us five stars. It helps us in the rankings. Uh, thanks to all our producers. Alex, I think, still the most recent producer. And remember... Ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Ain't no turning back. Got to be.